Hey, Willie, how you doing? Okay. Yeah? Why just okay? It's, uh, you know, the normal day-to-day routine, the ups and the downs and the sleeping and the all the things. Well, have I got some good news for you. Maybe this put a little pep in your step. Huh? Uh, perk you right up. Ping those nipples right through your shirt. Have you seen the latest COVID numbers? Not recently. Well, guess what, my friend? They are going down. Yeah? I think that means things are getting better. Things are going to start opening up soon. We're going to be able to go watch AMC movie theaters, you know, in person, instead of just trying to bet on them on the internet. Like, yeah, it, this, this it is all like good they stuff. got some money out of the deal, so sure, yeah. Right, right. They're not going to shut down. This is all good news. I think we should check in, because these numbers are so good, with where we are on the vaccine list. Let's yes. let's check our position. We haven't done this in a couple months, so let's just let's revisit here. If I if I'm not mistaken, the 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 old people were were supposed to get it first, right? Senior citizens over the age of 65, healthcare workers, uh, frontline essentials, yep. yeah, teachers. Do we know? Do you think have have they gotten all of theirs yet? I would I would hope they probably have had access to them, right? Let's let's hope they're almost done. So who's next here on the list? You pull, pull up the pull up that website right there. Yep. I okay. just sent you that. Pull up that website, and after all the essential workers, like grocery store people and uh, yeah, yeah. people that take care of kids, and you know anybody who's immunocompromised, who's who's next on the list? It says here that the cast of Cirque du Soleil gets it next. <laughs> what? <laughs> I guess. Oh, this uh, is it's the CDC.gov, Scott. Okay, all right. I find that a little hard to believe, but then again, we the last time we talked about this, we discussed entertainment, and you know, people have been really depressed. So, I, I guess that makes sense. Okay, okay. After the cast of Cirque du Soleil, who, who's next? On here, it, spe- it specifies this, which is weird, but it says Tom Brady, followed exclusively by was was he on Tampa Bay? Yes. So yeah. followed by, by by his team. So Tom Brady first, and then Tampa Bay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I mean, it kind of feels like their season is done, but 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 they did win the Super Bowl. Maybe that was in the contract. Sure. It's a you gift. know, it it was just included. Like here's your Vince Lombardi trophy. They can throw that around on all those party boats, and uh, while you're at it, here's a free vaccine. Okay. Once again, entertainment category. I'm not going to be too mad because we we as Americans like to be entertained. It's what we want. It's what we crave. Mm-hmm. But there, hopefully, there's a hopefully, few others on this list. Oh? Some other some other entertainers. I, I'm really like at this point, I'm trying to search to find where we show up on this list. Who's who's um, after the entertainers? Is is there anybody after the entertainers? Uh, yeah, that's... right here at the bottom. Oh, oh what's, what's uh, that? Look? It says the cast of all of Nickelodeon's all that. I can't say I'm familiar, but who's it? Who's in that cast? Like Keenan Thompson, uh, National Treasure. I, you of know course. what? I'm yeah, I'm yeah. okay with that. I'm okay, Keenan. Hey, God bless. Uh, the cat. The cast of National Treasure is next. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> okay. I found Nicholas. us. I found us. I found us. I found oh, us. We're just okay. a little. We're a little bit further down. We just like did National Treasure put Nicholas Cage at the bottom, and then there we are. Surprisingly, there's only one audience lower than us. Oh, and that's the San Francisco 49ers.
Welcome to the front podcast of the internet. I'm your co-host, Scott Garola, and with me, always freezing his nipples off, is... Willie Matson. Can you see them in this shirt? Dude, if they were any sharper, they would cut through my screen. I'm wearing two shirts. It is really cold outside. I am chilled to the bone. I have several blankets on me. I have a space heater going on in the background, which I hope the audio doesn't pick up. I've decided to go to earmuff-based headphones. (laughs) In addition to my toque, as the Canadian brethren would say it, but... You, and your just partner's wearing... just laying across your lap That's the whole right. time. Just been silent the whole time. <laughs> I don't even have a fireplace. I just I just started a fire in my basement here. <laughs> I'm happy we are talking about the weather because talking about the weather is like the worst opening conversation if you wanted to just have a conversation with somebody and you like you're you show up to a friend's house and like you and I are mutual friends, but we are mutual acquaintances. We don't really know each other, but we have that person in between us. And then that person in between us is like, guys, get to know each other. I'm going to go take a shit. I'll be back in 45 minutes. It's also the quickest way for somebody to swipe. Uh, what's the bad way on Tinder? I haven't been on there in a while. Uh, swipe right? Right. Swipe left? Okay. Yeah. So if you just say like, I like to talk about the weather in your bio, I'm sure you're getting 0.0 likes. It's it's with fish. It's with car photos. It's with you on a boat. Anything that screams misogyny, those, yeah, the the weather is the thing that you don't want to talk about. But I want to bring a little bit of humor into this. With people that have partners, it's kind of like your ride and die. Would you you say that, Scott? When you get in a relationship? Just not too fast, not too furious. Yeah. So I sent you a link, and this is from the subreddit Better Every Loop. And it says, watch the second person walk right in after seeing the danger. Oh, ow. Oh, ow. <laughs> Misery certainly loves company. Oh, did, where did this happen? Because this poor person just walked right out their door and they have a, a porch, uh, a covered porch, and a, they take the first step to go down what appears to be about six or seven stairs and they go ass over tea kettle and ride the stairs all the way down. Now, somebody's coming out the door behind them and and what I'm sure is a, an attempt to help follows and does the same exact thing and lands on top of the other person. My, my favorite part. <laughs> insult the, to injury. <laughs> my, my favorite part of the second person is watch that foot go. That is the exact way I imagined it. There's so much pain in that video, Willie. Like bruised body parts, bruised egos. Have you fallen down steps before? Exactly like that. Uh, Icy (laughs) steps, carpeted steps, hardwood steps. Like there is no part of you that isn't both A, embarrassed and B, wishing like you could just turn back time. Uh, So I grew up in a suburban, urban neighborhood. Uh, I would say a full suburban. Urban is in the name suburban. Right, but I I think when when somebody screams suburban, they think like sprawling streets, roundabouts, curvature, getting lost in the the McMansions. That's what I think of suburbs. When I say suburban, urban, I mean like that tier just outside of a main city. So I grew up in just outside of St. Paul, like the city proper. So it's all rectilinear. You get what I'm trying to say. Anyways, not the point of the story. Don't need um, to be so anal about it. Yeah. 
<laughs> so I would go over to friends' houses in the winter, and we grew up in Minnesota where seeing ice like this, you just prepare your asshole because this is gonna this is a normal thing. I remember multiple times, <laughs> Scott, getting stuck, genuinely stuck at the bottom of one of my friend's driveways because she lived in a really big house at the top of a really big driveway in like the Sunfish Lake area, the really expensive area in Mendota oh, yeah. Heights. Joe Maurer lives out there. I couldn't get up. I couldn't get up this the, the thing. I was like, you got you to come out and get your car. I can't get my car. You got to get me up. So I, I know this feeling, and it's debilitating. With everything that's been going on this week in the subarctic United States, I've seen several videos like this where somebody, somebody just goes, whoop, and then somebody else looks to come and help them, you know, which is great. That's what you want to see, but they just go right along with them. You said the subarctic United States. Mm-hmm. What, as we're recording this... What is it? Two million people in Texas are without power. They've seen tons of uh, pileups and all of this information is coming at us so fast. Reddit can't even mm-hmm. keep up with the amount of information that, that's coming. They are currently seeing 10 degree temperatures. You said as we were prepping for the show, snow on the top of palm trees. When Six I inches was- of snow. Six inches in a place where it never snows. I remember growing up and hearing about snowfall in one of the southern states or like a little bit in Florida and people would shut everything down, everything yeah. closed. And I just thought to myself, why Why would that happen? I deal with 100 degree weather in the summer and I deal with negative 20 degree weather in the winter. This isn't a big deal. Why are you guys making a big deal out of this? Did you used to ask yourself the same question? When I was younger, it was, I always thought it was silly because I figured just because it doesn't you don't have the same weather there all the time doesn't mean you shouldn't necessarily prepare for it it's not like it's never happened but you know budgets you learn about those as you grow up and these states put their their money into a budget that doesn't include a fleet of trucks meant to salt and sand the roads like we have here up in the great white north and once you understand like the infrastructure it makes a little bit more sense however we are not unfamiliar with people I'll just call idiots forgetting that it snows and it rains ice here every single GD year. Like that couple we just saw. <laughs> exactly. And that's why we still get pileups and crazy bad accidents, even in a state where it is happening on the regular. Speaking of places that aren't properly taking care of the, the, their country or, or where Ugh. people live this week in r slash public freakout i have a little video here willie oh. that i'm gonna send you so you can take a look at and we will yes, continue please. our podcast where we describe things that are happening in videos and pictures <laughs> <laughs> oh i saw this video yeah, so this has been happening a couple weeks and we've a couple weeks back and we've kind of been wondering on how to bring it up as we are both yeah. very uneducated when it comes to global politics. But if you haven't heard, in the country of Myanmar, they staged a coup. Not too unlike ours. They were just very successful. Too successful because a couple weeks back it was on the front page of Reddit this aerobics instructor was kind of like doing a dance and like playing their music video or their music in the video and 
teaching socially distanced aerobics for people watching at home. And in the background was what appeared to be the highway or roads that led up to the the governmental palace. Capitol building. I yeah, think is, this is, is how much parliament. we do not know yeah. about what's going on. But large armored vehicles and all painted in black and with what appeared to be guns on top just started streaming in behind this person as they were doing their video. This person had no idea what was going on. They just kept going wasn't paying attention at all but it was just just the weirdest contrast and now this week there's been more remarkable scenes in myanmar where police openly join protesters as they are being shot with a water cannon willie can you describe what's going on in this video for our listeners at home it starts with an all too familiar video that we have seen countless times this year in the United States with a large group of protesters on the left side and a cacophony of military geared police officers with riot shields, helmets, a big military type vehicle with water cannons and they're spraying it within six feet of this crowd full blast and they have tarps up that they're trying to hold it well quickly into the video it's a two minute long video you see two officers walk out of the crowd and stand or out of the crowd of police officers and go Mm -hmm. and stand with the crowd in protest with them. The crowd begins to cheer. Everybody gets excited. Some police officers try to go in and grab them, and the crowd embraces them as if they knew exactly why they made that choice, which, for those of you who don't know, Myanmar, formerly Burma, is northeast of Thailand, tucked between Thailand and I think it's Bangladesh, a Southeast Asian country. Yeah, I think they were held hostage initially. That's what we heard, and I haven't heard any follow-up. It's amazing to me how, and I know this is a big, broad statement, but a site like Reddit allows for some pretty remarkable things. It allows us to see something like this and immediately know and feel it. While something like when our parents grew up in the 50s and 60s, you didn't have access to something like this, or if you did, it was tailored and thought out and or like a short clip in a newspaper that you saw maybe a couple days later because of the speed of the printing press and people getting stories to your local newspaper from the national news and regardless of how you feel anytime something like that is published there is likely a spin there is likely a point made an opinion put onto that piece and that starts to dictate the way an audience or a, a, a social group feels about another event happening, right? Yeah, I've I've seen several videos of similar events to, like you said, what we saw last summer of people saying, like, we are being attacked by the police, you know, send help, pass this around. And the the thing I feel right away is helplessness, because what do you do in that situation? How can you, as somebody who is sitting at home in wherever'sville, not Burma, not Myanmar. What can you do to help? And getting this information out to reporters is probably the best thing that most armchair quarterbacks, to use a phrase, can do. Or donate to, you know, whoever's trying to help in this situation, whether it's international lawyers, you know, charity relief organizations, any anybody who's trying to 
kind of help in that situation. But it just looks like something that isn't going away anytime soon, and we'll definitely keep up with more as we find out about it. A lot of really negative things happen either close to home, like the things that are happening around Dallas, or far away. And for me, I think one of the most important things that I can do is be a part of the conversation. Listen, try to understand, even if I don't have the time in the space to be fully prepared and in the know on what's happening in Myanmar, at least I know that it's probably not good and I should do a little bit more research and, and be in that position to pay attention so that when things come back, when history repeats itself, I'm in a position of understanding what it felt like in that moment so that maybe history doesn't need to repeat itself in the same way. Yeah, I agree. I like that. You know, somebody who continues to repeat history, knowing full well that they probably shouldn't. One, Ooh. because wow, it's untaste. It's tactless and mainly because it's abhorrent and she kind of deserved what was coming to her uh, it's a big word scott look it up oh uh, oh ab- abhorrent i thought yeah. you said a porn pornant that's for later buddy <laughs> uh but what we're talking about is gina carano oh yes we talked about this already this week didn't we, did. we really yeah So this week, Scott and I got to be uh, guests on another podcast. We're going to link it down in the show notes. It's called Kev's Perspective. And I wanted to provide, if you are from that show and you're coming over to this show, welcome. Welcome. Hi. And if you're not, why don't you pop on over there? Kev did something interesting. He usually talks about music and that entire universe, but we wanted to bring our flair to his show. So we brought a little bit of that reddit spice during that episode we talked about uh, some recent news around lucas films and gina carano from the mandalorian so the the link that i have is from news it says lucas films calls gina carano's social media posts abhorrent actress no longer employed by the mandalorian studio what we discovered as we did a little bit more research is that some of what she said wasn't just anti-semitic wasn't just a political message it was anti-semitic oh do you remember some of those things that she said uh yeah she she was comparing the plight of modern day republicans to that of world war ii era jewish people am i correct in that you are when uh when we first talked about this we talked about it from a post from Gizmodo that provided plenty of links. I'll link it down in the show note. But Man, that's, that's, a, that's a callback if I ever heard one. Gizmodo's still around? Apparently. Dang. If you guys haven't caught on yet, Disney likes to build out their franchises. That's kind of their new MO. They're going to build out this series of content that is just huge. Well, one of their plans was that they wanted to build out the Mandalorian bigger than just that one-off series from Star Wars. So some of the characters that you're seeing are all getting their own shows like Ashoka, or in this case, Karana was going to get her own series called Rangers of the New Republic, which has now been tabled, likely to find new cast, new people, and figure out where the hell they want to go next. I do, by the way, I saved this for posterity's sake, fortunately, I'm not going to post it as an image on the podcast because I really don't want to get it taken down. Probably a good and idea. I, and I'm not going to show it on the YouTube video because if it's getting taken down across Twitter, it's not worth showing. And I apologize. But 
Her post from Instagram says, and I quote, Jews were beaten in the streets, not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even by children. Sad face. Because history, it actually has that in there. (laughs) Wow. Because history is edited. Most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. How is that any different from hating someone for their political views? It's more than a stretch, right? It just doesn't feel like she put much thought into it besides what she wrote. And I feel that she's going to try and spin it as this is just more persecution of her because of her political beliefs and not because of everything that's underlying. Mm -hmm. And so she's just using that as a front. And by the way, this isn't the only political commentary she's making. Sure, sure. Just just to be clear, has her Twitter been taken down like anybody else's? I don't she's, believe so. So it's still up. Okay. Like many people that have uh, social clout, you may have it like a post removed or tagged as fraudulent or misleading. But their accounts are going to stay up. If you and I posted something like that, Scott, they'd just cut ties. See you later no loss to us so here's the question that i have for you scott and and this is an opportunity for us to maybe open this up a little bit because i i frankly don't know the answer but she works for a business we Mm -hmm. have the right to free speech which the in the constitution the right to free speech means as long as it can't be classified as like a hate speech or implicitly showing danger to another person or group of people then it can be considered free speech, right? Right. Do you think that a business has to draw a line between the conversation that someone has, that's their own personal beliefs, even as wrong and hate-filled as it is? Where does that line get drawn? Should a business be in a position to say, well, the government can't do anything about this, but I sure as hell am. If there is some sort of business or company involved that has their own core set of values like a mission statement something like that they're they're allowed to make these rules which you while you may not necessarily agree with them have contractually agreed to follow and if you cross those lines or do something outside of the confines you have broken that contract and it, it has become null and void based on your actions. I think anybody can believe whatever they want. That's kind of what makes our country so great. It's what it's made it, you know, what, what has caused people to say that we were the greatest country for the longest time. It's because we were allowed to believe and do things kind of in our own way. But we are also governed by laws that are meant to protect everybody and keep them safe from harm. She is in a position where she is the face of a brand, where she is a representative of that specific IP. And Disney has every right to protect that because this is the thing that's getting us our money. This is the thing that we're like, this is the reason we exist. This is our product. You are our product because you're an actor in this in this film. We have every right to cut ties with you if you are going to misrepresent us outside of just the film because when you sign up to be an actor or actress how you hold yourself says a lot 
My opinion is that she should have been fired. She was fired with just cause, and she said some stupid stuff. And you can't get, you just can't say that and expect to stay employed with a kids company like that. I think she was fired for two just reasons. The first one is because I understand Disney's reason to distance themselves to protect their brand. Mm-hmm. And two, I guess I'm okay with people say, just like I have every choice to say, hey, that person over there that used to be my friend, they're a shitty person, so I don't want to be their friend anymore. They fucked up. I'm kind of done with it. Yeah. I have the right to make that choice. That's something you taught me long ago, Scott, that I don't like to give my time and energy to those people that are an anchor on my life. If you're not improving me, if you're not adding value to what I need, even if it's subconscious, right? If I don't say it out loud, but if it's that value in some way to me, I don't have any obligation to you to per- like to keep you there. Yeah. And a business who needs to be able to run their business and I think also has every right to say for unprotected reasons, I'm good. Now, on the opposite side of the coin, there are plenty of people out there who are given a ton of leeway when it comes to free speech. And one of those just so happens to be a Twitter account that I'm sure many of you have either heard of by way of their brand or have possibly seen through Reddit. Only fans. Close. It does involve a, uh, a redhead. Oh, Th- this week. My mother. In- <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of which, did she get my subscription? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> go back to listen to the other episodes to hear Scott's weird fetish with my mother. This week in r slash murdered by words, whoever runs Wendy's Twitter account needs a raise. Are you familiar with this? Have you seen this? Yes. It is great. I I love it so much. All right. So Wendy's, for some reason, has given the person who is running their Twitter account carte blanche to basically say whatever they want as long as there is no profanity. If you want uh, something that's a trending topic, do whatever you want with it. Go go nuts. The, The post was, it's go time. You want the roast? Then let's go. Hashtag National Roast Day. The restaurant Hooters thought they would get involved, so they responded with, What you got? And Wendy's replied with, Uniforms our employees can wear in the winter. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we... We're not sponsored by Wendy's. I don't think I've had a Frosty or one of their chicken anythings in several years now because of my (laughs) dietary condition. But But we are sponsored by Hooters. I'm just kidding. We're not sponsored by either of them. I mean, Hooters really gives you wings, not Red Bull, if you think about it. I mean, yeah, they do serve some wings. Is their food any good? People Just the wings. Just the wings. go to Hooters, why? Let's let's do a quick comparison of the people that go to Wendy's versus the people that go to Hooters. Are they the same? Does the Venn diagram, is it just one circle? That's an interesting question. So we could say that if you go to Wendy's, uh, you're going for what? What are the big items? You go, you go for a Baconator. Ooh, Baconator. You wanna, you're basically trying to kill yourself as slowly as possible with delicious, salty food. You're also probably going there because you want uh, you want a Frosty. You want to dip your fries into the Frosty. So and good. And get it all Only over your fingers to... and just 
nibble on your fingers? That's it's the, the same o- as Hooters. Yeah, it's the only way to eat those Frosties. Use that fry. Fuck a straw. I'm sorry. You, uh, you probably can. Use a fry. You probably. <laughs> I can? Damn it, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag National Roast Day. <laughs> <laughs> I somehow love that Wendy's subreddit or Wendy's Twitter account just goes off on people. I think it's so funny. Are they the first brand to really go out of their way to just pretend like there's some like 19 year old kid tweeting from their phone? Probably not. Like there's plenty of extreme brands from the 90s that were able to get away with like light roasts, you know, but I think this is this is the first branded account that I saw and I was like taken aback. I'm like, whoa, they're letting these people do whatever they want. And I mean, if you go back through the history, some of their posts are epic, just like this one. And it's it's not just in response to other brands. No, it's to other other random Twitter users. It's kind of cool to see in a in a day where, like we just talked about, things are very censored. You've got to have a really good team to make to respond probably as quickly as they need to with the type of pop culture references. So, I mean, good for you, Wendy's. It doesn't make me want to buy your crappy salty food at all. <laughs> I mean, that's that's ultimately why they're doing this, right? Because at some point they're like, our our brand, our sales are going down. People aren't thinking about us. We're not mm-hmm. we're not a we're, part of the fabric. We're not in the conversation anymore. So how do you get in the conversation? You you fucking roast the shit out of people and make them feel bad. And other people like watching people feel bad. Like us watching that couple fall down the stairs. I'm not going to go buy your goddamn stairs. But I'm (laughs) sure as hell going to laugh at you for falling down them. Do you have any other brands that you've liked that have done stuff like this in the past? You know, I think there's something really clever about all these advertising companies coming up with like, weird slogans like I, I i don't know a good example kfc following the 11 herbs and spices that's the only people they follow on twitter so it's uh five guys named herb and the spice girls that's good that's clever i've always thought wouldn't it be nice if we were as clever as those brands so i'm gonna try just hmm. off the cuff here and I, I think you have some ideas too what kind of how oh, yeah. would we brand these companies because we're that clever we can be that good uh, so here's one for you old spice there's nothing old about fucking your neighbor. <laughs> this is nice. Nice that you dragged that out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, I got one. Morton's Fish Sticks. Now not just for gay fish. 1-800 Pro Flowers. When the first thing you think when you left work is, oh, I fucked up. Oh, yeah. And Ikea. Our furniture looks as good in your home as it does on the curb. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. If you want to get a hold of us outside of the show, we are everywhere. You can watch the show on YouTube. There's a sub for that. You can also follow us over on Instagram. Scott, where's that? At sub for that. And if you want to slide into our personal DMs, we've got a couple, uh, couple Instagram accounts, couple Twitter accounts with our names. That's at Scott Garola and WildMN293. So thank you so much. We really do appreciate every single lurker who takes time out of their day 
to listen to a couple of idiots. A couple of guys getting up to no good. Now, before we start making more trouble in your neighborhood, just remember, no matter what you're into, whether it's pics of unusual birds, disc golf, blender help, or WTF stock photos, there's a song for that. that. <laughs>